All right, hey everybody, just a quick little mini episode before the actual episode. One of these one of these glasses has Weller Special Reserve at 90 proof. The other one has a local distillery, Sandstone Distillery, uh, and they are 97 proof. Uh, both are straight bourbon, I believe. And uh, Weller is supposed to be, basically, it's pretty much pappy, the most sought-after in-demand bourbon, uh, a whiskey in, in America. Uh, the other one's just a small-time little local distillery. I'm going to do a blind taste test to see which is better. Let's see how this goes. Ludicrous speed. Without tasting the other, I'm going to guess that this is the Weller. Okay, so Weller being the creme de la creme of whiskey, pitted up against a small independent straight bourbon of sandstone distillery, and I'm having a hard time telling which is which, uh, which says that a craft distiller who really cares about the quality of ingredients and really knows what they're doing and really puts a lot of passion and love into their product can go head-to-head in a blind taste test with anybody. But I'm going to guess that this is Sandstone Distillery. Okay, so I did guess incorrectly. Uh, This is the Weller. This is the Sandstone. uh, And they are absolutely, in a blind taste test, 100% comparable. Uh, I challenge you to do your own taste test. Uh, Weller Special Reserve uh, should be available in pretty much any city, USA. Uh, And Sandstone Distillery, you can go to their website. They deliver to most states in the United States. Uh, There's seven of them that they can't deliver to. So uh, check the show notes uh, and um, see if they deliver to your state. And uh, yeah, but uh, Sandstone Distillery can go up against Weller Special Reserve, and you can't tell. I challenge you to tell, cha- tell the difference. Now on with the actual episode of Nerd Drink Whiskey. Nerds drink whiskey, uh, so uh, we're we're not going to be recording at Doggers anymore. Uh, nothing wrong with Doggers, uh, but as you might have been able to tell, the audio was really bad the past few episodes. Uh, plus, uh, they're just not a whiskey bar. Uh, we kind of tried to make them a whiskey bar, and it just didn't work. Uh, also, Dogger is no longer part of Doggers, so uh, he left. He left the restaurant shortly after we decided to. Um, Kind of stop recording there, so not related. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're about ready to start a series uh, at a new restaurant in Olympia uh, called Stack. And uh, but before that, 
I got a birthday present that I've been wanting to open, but I wanted to wait until the show for, to open it. Uh, this is Cuddy Sark, and it's inspired our next series, which we're going to be recording at Stack, and that is undeserved reputations. Uh, so you've got a lot of really low-end rot gut brands uh, like Cuddy Sark, Wild Turkey, things like that. Uh, that, that everybody kind of makes fun of them and they're kind of the rock gut, the drunk juice, the, you know, bottom, bottom shelf. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, they all, all of them have higher end brands that, uh, even Jack Daniels has a higher end brand, not gentleman Jack, cause that's just all marketing, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, they've all got, most of them are the single barrel ones. That's, that's one of the ways you can, you can you know, figure it out, but, uh, they've all got higher end, higher end, uh, expressions that, uh, are much better than the reputation of the brand name. And so that's what this is all about. Uh, we're, uh, next, uh, we're also going to talk a little, real quickly about, uh, the Darth Vader fan film from, uh, Star Wars theory. Uh, and if you guys haven't seen it, you really probably just pause this episode, go watch that and then come back. Uh, but anyways, yeah, we're going to real quickly go around uh, the table and, uh, try Cuddy Sark, but Jeremy here is going to help. He's going to play game show host when we get to stack and we're going to try and review whiskeys blind. So, uh, what happens when guys who have been doing a whiskey podcast for a couple, a year and a half, two years, something like that. A while. A yeah. while, yeah. Uh, and we've all been, you know, kind of, we've all been kind of learning more about whiskey off camera uh, and trying, you know, research, we call it, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and you know, it's, uh, I think we're ready to try and do it blind and see if we can guess three things. Uh, now, this we know the answer to, but uh, what happens if we go blind? Can we guess the proof, the age, uh, you know, and the type of whiskey is it? A, is it a bourbon? Is it a Scotch? Is it an Islay? Is it a Highland? Is it a is it a weeded is it is it a weeded bourbon? Is it a is it more rye? Is it you know what can we tell without what what can we tell about the whiskey without uh, looking at the bottle or being told anything by the bartender? The bartender will tell Jeremy here. Jeremy will write it down on a pad, and he won't tell us until after. We've said our piece. So uh, that's that's what's coming up in the next few episodes. But right now, we're going to sample Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition. So uh, this is uh, this is another 100 proof. So, uh, yeah. So here we go. Uh, Jeff, uh, let's... Uh, oh, and we're going we're gonna to try it, a, a small sip, and then we're going to try it and pair it with bourbon bears. So, because uh, why not? Just, just to keep it interesting. Here we go. Cuddy Sark. Uh, take, take the mic when you talk. Yes, sir. Uh, first thing I notice, uh, just looking how it's sitting in the glass right now, it's, it appears to be a little syrupy. That's what I've noticed so far. Mild smell. Smooth with a bite at the end. It could be better, but for 100 proof, that's not bad. What's your uh, thoughts? It's kind of light, uh, which isn't necessarily bad, but it's not very. It's light on flavor, not just on like feel. Mm-hmm. And then you get this like kick at the end, which kind of washes away any of the flavor that you did have. So, I would say if for the finish that it has, it needs a bolder taste. 
to stand up to that bite at the end of it. Now, uh, on, on camera, we, we don't use ice cubes because uh, you commenters are, are really brutal about that. But uh, uh, off camera, uh, when I go for my shot or two of whiskey uh, at bedtime, I, I always throw an ice cube in it. And I think an ice cube would really kind of help this out. Uh, I think the, the, the initial taste was kind of flat. Uh, didn't really offer much. The mouthfeel was, was good. Um, and I, I actually expected the, the taste to be better because it is so syrupy, as, as Jeremy says. Um, but, uh, the finish, uh, I've definitely had better hunter proof, but I've definitely had worse. Um, it was nothing spectacular, uh, for the, yeah. So, uh, uh, I think this is better than probably, uh, regular Cuddy Sark, but, uh, um, yeah, not, uh, not horribly impressed, but, uh, it's, it's not bad. It's, 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 it's very, very okay. How much will this run you? How, how much does a bottle of this run you? It was in a 35 to $40 range. Okay. 35 to 40 So a little pricey for what it offers, but not too bad. So, uh, Gabe? You know what I'm actually really surprised about with this is the fact that, I mean, and I've had Cuddy Sark original plenty of times, but and you know that that's a fairly generic blended scotch. Now with this, this was actually really surprisingly smooth for you know something along the Cuddy Sark line, which is actually you know kind of kind of bitter and kind of strong. But this was uh, really easy going down. The bite was actually you know that finish was is a little sharp, but it wasn't too bad at all. I, I what I really enjoyed was the mouthfeel of it. It was a little it was a little full without it being like uh you know ungodly at all. It was uh you know nice and smooth as far as that goes. So I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um now I think the as they describe on the bottle, the the little cracked black pepper and all that, I think that's all in the finish there. That uh, that little bit of a bite at the bottom, at least I think. But uh, for being a hundred proof, that is this is very surprisingly easy to go down. It's not hard at all. Yeah, it's, it's a bit sweet, I think, which helps. I agree. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet, which helps cut the hunt, the proof. It makes it uh, so that the uh, doesn't kick you in the teeth quite as bad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, to quote myself earlier from an earlier episode from last year or whatever uh my lips are on fire (laughs) uh very smooth uh like he said over there uh light on taste um the burn at the end at the back of the throat kind of works its way from the back of your throat all the way to the front um and as i noticed as i took more sips uh the smoother it became because the first initial bite you know, it kind of shocks you for a second. Then uh, after that, it's kind of smoother. And then it was just like very light tasting. Uh, then the pepper, uh, like I said, at the the back of your throat kind of works. And it finishes with my lips on fire. Um, now, one thing I do want to address, we've had a few commenters that think that we uh, defy our, our own mantra, which is always sip, never slam. Uh, and... I'm not sure where they get this from, but I don't think they understand what slamming a shot of whiskey means. Because if you take a shot of whiskey and you throw it back and it doesn't really hit your tongue, it goes right into the throat, that's called slamming a shot of whiskey. 
but but this is when, the way you drink whiskey is this: you slowly sip it. Now, you may I don't sit like that while I have the whiskey in because I'm not doing a big huge gulp. But you just. That's not slamming. I, I I don't know where they get that that's slamming. That that's not slamming a shot of whiskey. So, um, yeah, if there's whiskey, if, if there's whiskey left in your glass after it re- touches your lips, you haven't slammed it. And you're not swallowing like immediately after you have it in your mouth. You leave it in there for a second or two. You don't need to let. I don't know whether maybe they want us to leave it in our mouths for like 20 minutes or something. That just isn't going to happen. What I you know, so so you guys really need to know what the definition between uh, the difference between a sip and a slam is. Uh I don't know whether you just are really young, uh inexperienced with how to properly drink whiskey, um what the deal is, but but we do not slam our whiskey on this show. We never have. Um so yeah. But uh it, yeah. I did it on my very first episode that I ever appeared in. I apologized. But it's not... You also don't put the mic up close enough. You want me to make love to? Right. <laughs> um, it's not wine. You don't you don't taste wine or taste whiskey like you taste wine, where you know, put wine in your mouth and you swish it around a little bit and taste it. And whiskey, you know, you let it roll down your tongue into the back of your throat, and then you swallow, you know, and you enjoy the flavors, you know. That's that's my opinion yeah, on that. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, everybody has paired this with uh, the the bourbon bears. I, I got to say, I don't know whether it's the hundred proof of the Cuddy Sark or uh, or what, but uh, but the gummy bears, the bourbon bears, I I taste no bourbon at all in them. Yeah. Well, and I, I tasted a little something. If you hadn't told me it was bourbon, I would have had no idea that that was what I was supposed to be tasting. Yeah. Although, to be fair, my mouth is f- fairly numb and overpowered from the whiskey. So it might entirely be that pairing bourbon gummy bears with actual whiskey is less ideal than pairing those with something else. Um, I could see... Right, those are just sh- sugar with a slight flavor. Maybe a uh, side of vanilla ice cream or something would be more correct. But um, I don't. Gummy bears have never. Yeah, gummy bears have never been my thing. So, if you don't have the mic in front of your mouth, uh, we may not be able to hear you. I've had the vodka, tequila, rum ones, and, you know, they all vary. You know, some, some are stronger than the other. It all depends how long they soak them or how much they put in. Um, I already tried that. It's pretty overpowering. Let's see what happens. <laughs> all right. I think that's a great note to end on for uh, this episode. We're going to come back next episode, and we're going to uh, get his opinion on, uh, you know, the gummy bear being, you know. The worm at the end of the bottle? Yeah. Is that, yeah, the worm at the end of the bottle? I was thinking more like, uh, you know, uh, what did that bear do that you just put him basically in a vat of acid, uh, rotting him slowly? Uh, uh, Okay. Yeah, all right. So uh, see you next week on Nerds Drink Whiskey.